Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Hey guys, how's it going today? I am out here in Hartsdale, New York. We spent the day in the city yesterday, did about 24 miles around New York City. It was pretty fun. We'll see how the workouts feel today after doing all those miles, but all in all, we had a pretty good day. If you hear the lawnmower in the background, I'm sorry. I'm going to try and edit that out, but no guarantees. I've been waiting for about the last 30 minutes to get the for the lawnmower out there to stop mowing, but it hasn't happened yet, so we'll see. He actually might have stopped mowing and started using the blower. Whatever. So today on this podcast, I'm going to be doing an updated version of how to set up your diet for success. If you never listened to the first one, it's still a great podcast at allaroundjoe.com slash 88. It's actually my most downloaded podcast of all time. And it's because this show or that show, either one that you listen to, this one's going to be the updated version, is exactly how I set up a client's diet so that they will have success moving forward, um, whether it's going to be for weight loss, for performance, for whatever it may be. And we'll talk about those particular tweaks as you go along. But what I want you to do right now is to make sure that you are taking notes on this. So if you're driving, maybe listen to it now and then take notes later so that you really get it, you know, imprinted into your brain or, you know, set it on pause right now, listen to something else and come back to it when you can take notes. Cause I'm going to have you doing some step-by-step stuff here with some apps on your phone or your computer that will help you to set up things so that you can record them and get the results that you would like to. All right, guys, before we hop right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, I want to let you know that the podcast today is brought to you by one of my partners, and that is Whoop. The Whoop strap, which I have on right now, is always on activity tracker that basically takes in a ton of data throughout your day. So you're wearing it constantly through your day, through your workouts, through your sleeping, and what it's gonna do is it's gonna give you a recovery score at the start of every new day. What that recovery score is looking at is how your body is ready or how much your body is ready to take on strain or stress for that next day. What's cool about this is that it gives you an idea of how much you have broken down your body or how much stressors will end up affecting your body so that you can plan to try and peak or tear your body down when you know that you're going to not be working out for the next few days or whatever it may be. So the whoop at whoop.com always on activity tracker I've been using for about a year and a half now. So it's got some pretty good data on me and it. And what it does is it continues to learn more and more about you the more that you wear. So this is my number one activity tracker. You can see I've got a garment on the other arm and that one is for basically taking GPS measurements when we're out doing runs and things like that. But the whoop is worth it to be having on all the time so that you know how well you're recovering. You can go to Whoop.com, W-H-O-P.com, and you can use the code all around Joe to get yourself a month off of their subscription plan when you sign up. So the way they work it is that you pay for, I believe it's six months up front to get the best deal, and you'll get a month off of that with the code all around Joe, and then it's just a monthly fee to have access to the Whoopstrap and all their data from then on out. 
So check it out, whoop.com, code Joe. Get yourself a whoop strap and start learning about how much you're recovering every day. All right, let's jump into this, how to set up your diet for success updated. So this is going to get technical. Like I said, get ready to take some notes or pop open your computer, your smartphone, whatever you're using in order to start getting into the weeds here with me. The initial setup of this is going to be finding your ideal body weight. All right. So what that looks like is that if you want to lose some weight, then that might be lower. So let's say that you're at 200 pounds right now and you want to be 150 pounds. So the ideal body weight number is going to be 150. Simple as that. Then you're going to run what I call your protein number off of that. So if your ideal body weight is 150 pounds, that is going to be the number that is going to basically be the foundation for the rest of what we're working on. So your ideal protein grams per day is going to be 150. Then what I would like you to do, so you know that number, is make sure that you have downloaded or are subscribed to or using the MyFitnessPal app. All right, it's on iOS, it's on Android, it's even on your computer, your iPad, whatever you're using. So I want to make sure that you have that downloaded. Then what you're going to do is you're going to, and forgive me because sometimes they change the app up and the the location of these things is a little bit different, but as far as I know, it's you should be able to navigate what you're looking for uh, through this description. And if you're not, for whatever reason, the version that you're using is totally different, uh, let me know shoot me a email or comment in the show notes, ideally. So at allaroundjoe.com slash 168, put your questions down there. So what I want you to do is open up the MyFitnessPal app. Um, you're going to click on the uh, more, and then you're going to click on goals, and then you're going to click on calorie and macronutrient goals. All right. It's kind of, they put it in there kind of deep, but you'll find it. And if you don't, let me know and I'll help you through that. So you're going to set up your macronutrients to 40% carbohydrates, 30% protein, and 30% fat. So it equals that 100%. Then what you're going to do is you're going to adjust that goal based off of the calories. So you set it up to 40, 30, 30. Then you're going to adjust the calories until it hits 150 because that was your protein goal and that's what we're building our base off of. So you just adjust the calories until everything falls into place at 150 for your protein and then it's going to basically tell you how much fat and carbohydrates you will be wanting to eat as well. So at that point you know what you're shooting for for the particular day. So an example would be for me at 200 200 pounds is my ideal body weight. I'm going to adjust it until it gets me to 40, 30, 30. So I know that 200 grams of protein is my daily protein intake. Then I'm going to adjust those calories and I get to 2665 would be the ideal. And then that sets up everything else in place for having the 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein. So really, really easy. And then you have that number there. And in the MyFitnessPal app, you can adjust it around if you decide that you want to change up your ideal goal body weight. But like I said, you just do it based off of the protein and then let everything else follow behind that and fall into place. It's really easy. So there's your number. There's your daily goals. That's what you got right there is you have the daily goals. And ideally, you set it up so it's fairly similar each meal, each time you're going to eat. But we're going to get into when you should be eating, okay, and what you should be eating for the most part, all right? 
So you're going to start your day basically looking at protein. Okay. I always start the meal with, all right, what is my protein source? And this could be, you know, if you're eating meat, it could be chicken or fish or, you know, it could even be like uh, dairy products sometimes, right? So you're going to have some yogurt as your protein source or some cottage cheese as your protein source. And that's fine. But I want you to be thinking about that first. And if we're really, really concerned with actually uh, leaning up, losing some body fat, having those abs, whatever it may be, we're going to also want to think about consuming our protein and our fat and our greens before any of these carbohydrates that we're going to be eating. I know it sounds kind of weird, but if you layer what you're eating like that, it will lower the glycemic impact or glycemic effect of the carbohydrates, which is going to have less effect on your blood sugar, which is going to actually help you to not gain or have the potential to gain the body fat as easily. All right. So an example is if I'm shooting for the 200 grams of protein per day, I'm going to be going for about four meals per day and about 50 grams of protein per meal, ideally. Right. So I'm going to set that up. Some days will be different. And you have to take this with a grain of salt because you are shooting for this end goal. But our our days are, you know, some days we might go out to eat. Some days we might eat at home. Some days we may have meal prepped and we try and get that as best as we can. But really what it what it comes down to is you have your three, four, or five meals per day. And then usually that end meal ideally is set up as a filler so that you come in under what you're shooting for. And then you can actually do the calculation before you eat that last meal. So you know that, you know, you're eating with your family and you're having, I don't know, let's say some chicken and some rice and some vegetables or something like that. You can, you can look into your MyFitnessPal app and say, all right, I need 30 grams of protein. So that's going to be about, you know, this much chicken. I need, you know, 20 grams or 30 grams of rice. That's going to be about, you know, X amount of cups of rice. And then usually the salad, you look at the dressing for the most part, because the greens are going to be kind of not really as important in the whole equation, but the salad dressing could have some fat in it, could have some sugar in it. Ideally, you're having sugar-free or low, low sugar salad dressings, but that's what you're looking for. So you can calculate those particular things and know what you're going to eat so that you can hit that number right on the head with that last meal. Super easy stuff once you get used to doing it, all right? And it doesn't have to be exact. And I don't want you to also feel like you should try and get underneath that every single time because some days... You're going to be working out more. You're going to be moving more. You're going to be moving less. And I don't usually, I don't usually adjust that number for the amount of working out that you're doing. If you have a really hard workout, it's especially if you're trying to lose weight. Okay. I would like you to just try and get as close as you can. And sometimes it's going to be a little bit more. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit less and that's fine, but you're shooting for that. And some days you'll hit it right on. Good. But I would say that that probably happens, you know, one out of 20 days or something. It's not very often. Okay, so you've got your protein. That's the first thing that you're thinking about. What is your, you know, meat source, your faux protein source, whatever it may be. And then you're looking at what your fat is. Okay, ideally, you're looking at having, you know, high quality fats such as avocados, olive oils, um, those types of, you know, nut fats, those types of things. And something that you can look at is I'm going to put a link in the show notes to another podcast that I've done on exactly what foods I feel like are the best foods for you to focus on. Actually, let me see if I can find it really quick here as we are talking. 
Um, but anyway, I'll see if I can find it. Uh, the next thing is going to be carbohydrates. So the carbohydrates are the things that you're going to look think about last. And what I mentioned earlier is even if you eat in that order, like if you were to have that meal that I described earlier and you would have the chicken and then the chicken and or salad first and then have the rice last, your body is going to have less impact from the rice because the rice could spike your blood sugar, then spike your insulin level. And then if your body doesn't need those particular carbohydrates at that exact time because you hadn't worked out that day or, you know, there's some other factor that comes into play, then it will push those calories into fat cells, which is what we don't want. So if we lower the blood sugar spike, which will lower the insulin spike, which will lessen the opportunity or the body saying, hey, let's push those calories into fat cells, then we're going to have less of that fat storage. Make sense? So that's why we're going to put those carbohydrates last. And you want to think about your carbohydrates as well as your energy, your movers, okay? What's going to help to make your move, all right? And you also are going to want to think about your movement since we've been talking about that so much. So I believe that you are going to want to be doing weight training and cardiovascular movement. I don't really care what it is, as you know that I'm a big advocate for CrossFit. And if you're doing CrossFit, you can find uh, a link in the show notes here to how to find a great CrossFit gym for yourself or like how to basically break down finding a trainer or a CrossFit gym. But Everybody should be doing something, right? CrossFit, bar, yoga, whatever. It needs to be, you need to be stressing your body on a regular basis. I'm going to go ahead and recommend, you know, four to six times per week. Minimum four, maximum, you know, six to seven. Our bodies need to be moved. They need to be stressed. High intensity, I believe, when using good movement patterns is going to be far better than you in anything that's going to be low intensity. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be going out and running marathons and whatnot, but I f- firmly believe that even if you are going out running marathons, you still need to have, you know, three to four to five days a week of some hard weight training. It doesn't have to even take that long, you know, 20 minutes or something like that, but you have to stress the body in a way that is going to actually cause adaptation. Just doing one particular modality is going to get really hard in your body. It's going to help to, you know, promote injuries and it's just not going to be well-rounded. Your body is probably not going to lose the amount of body fat that you want if you're looking to do that. And you're definitely not going to gain as much if you are looking to gain. And I believe that even if you're looking to gain, if you're weight training heavy and whatnot, you still need some sort of cardiovascular component. I've put on body weight, body mass, muscle much easier when I have a easy cardio component. So think about that as well. Okay, so next up, we're going to go over a few scenarios so that you can think about what you're actually going to be having your days look like. And this is going to be really interesting about how I have changed things in order to update this and why I feel like I wanted to update it. It's because a lot of what we're doing now is setting up our diets for success with having an intermittent or what they call intermittent fast or some sort of timed carb feeding or timed eating, whatever you want to call it. What that means or what that looks like is that you, no matter when your workout is going to be, you're going to have 14 to 16 hours from the last meal that you had the night before to the first meal that you had today or the next day, however you want to look at it. Super easy to do. I've been doing it for, you know, over a year now, if not longer. And it's just 
It makes your brain clearer when you're working. It's easier to burn body fat. It gives you more energy. There's all of these upsides to it. So all of these scenarios are going to work around that. So let's say that you have a 6 a.m. workout. You're going to basically get up, have your workout, go to work, whatever you're doing. And then at that 14 to 16 hour window or when it opens up, then you're going to have something like I definitely or highly recommend having some sort of like a green shake. You know, you can put spinach, kale, yogurt, protein powder. I have a green machine shake post that I'll put down here in the show notes so that you can go and look at that. Right now we're doing cashew milk. So about a, a one to two cups of cashew milk. We're doing protein powder. We're doing wheatgrass. We're doing kale, spinach, um, sometimes a scoop of uh, nut butter or almond butter or something like that, cashew butter, depending on what, you know, what we need to hit for our macronutrient goals. So you can mix that up, but I think that it should be a base of some sort of water, milk, protein, fat, and then a bunch of greens in there because the greens are going to be things that we're probably not eating enough of. And you may as well get your vitamins and minerals from greens rather than taking a supplement. That's my opinion. Supplement should be a supplement to your diet. And then if you need carbohydrates, so you're having that later on in the day, or if you need to fuel yourself for whatever reason, you could put some fruit in there. I would say most often or more often than not, I am supplementing some other form of carbohydrates. So if I need carbs, I might have a green shake and I'll have some oatmeal with the green shake, not in the green shake, um, in order to get those carbohydrates. So a 6 a.m. workout, you would end up eating, let's say that your last meal um, was at 10 p.m. So that you're looking, your next meal would be at 12 noon. And I would have a green shake, like I mentioned. And then maybe two to three hours later, might have some old-fashioned oatmeal. Um, I definitely recommend having the old-fashioned oatmeal. It's going to be a little harder for your body to, to digest, so it's going to be lower glycemic. Um, or some steel-cut oats, but none of the instant oats, please. And then uh, maybe some almond butter, some protein powder, and then 5 p.m., let's say, comes around, have a big salad, maybe with some avocado, some chicken, some uh, that green Trader Joe's salad dressing is really good. Just throw a whole bunch of different colored vegetables in there. Highly recommend that. And then the last meal of the day, you just spread out. You look at your MyFitnessPal app and you see what else you need to have. Don't worry about eating carbohydrates or food late at night, that seems to be uh, getting debunked at this point, especially if you're working out, your body is actually having the hormones available to utilize the nutrients you're eating um, rather than trying to dive those carbohydrates off at night. I've found that my body stays much leaner if I have more food at night and less in the morning, like what we're telling you to do here, so that you're working out and you're backloading a lot of that those nutrients. And ideally, I think you spread them out evenly with high quality proteins, fats, and low glycemic carbohydrates throughout the day. But at this last meal of the day, we're looking at our MyFitnessPal app and we're trying to adjust what we're eating in order to hit those numbers as best as we can. Next up, let's say that you had a 12 p.m. workout. All right, so this one, you would Basically, let's say you ate your last meal at, let's say, 10 or even let's, so it'd be 10 to 12 or you could say 8 p.m. Uh, to 10 a.m. So if it's at 10 a.m. but you have a 12 p.m. workout, then you might have an oatmeal or something like that before your workout at 10 
or 10 a.m. and then you work out at 12 noon. All right. So you could have something, you could adjust that to see how it makes you feel. I personally like to have some oatmeal with a banana and some protein powder or some eggs, oatmeal, banana, something like that. So I'm looking at the eggs as the protein and the fat, the oatmeal and the banana uh, together as the carbohydrate source to fuel my workout. Everybody's going to be a little bit different though. And if you want to take a 16 hour window, then you may work out without having eaten before that. And that's fine. Fasted workouts are fantastic um, for burning body fat. And you actually will have more energy than you think a lot of times. If you just work out without having anything in your stomach, you can even work out, in my opinion, a little bit harder without having to think about, oh my, is my body digesting things that I don't necessarily want to have it digesting as I'm working out. So you would have your work or your food at 10, you work out at 12, and then I would have, you know, some sort of extra food or my shake, my green shake after the workout at some point. And then same basic meals, right? I might have oatmeal again, um, depending on what I had earlier or how much you like something like that. But you could have, you know, chicken and quinoa or chicken and rice or, you know, big salad. There's all these particular options uh, that you could have. And if you or and when you get to the end of the day, then you look at your MyFitnessPal app, you see where you're at because you've been tracking your, your nutrients all day and you just fill in the gaps. It's really that easy. And then, you know, it's not that much different if you're having a 6 p.m. workout because then you are still spreading out those nutrients. You're still going to start eating at 10 a.m. or 12 noon or 2 p.m. depending on the last time that you had your meal the day before. And then you're just setting up your meals with quality proteins, fats, vegetables, and carbohydrates. It's really that easy. And you place them out around your workout. So if you have a 6 p.m. workout, you're definitely going to be eating before that workout. Like I said, I prefer to have something like a banana oatmeal and eggs or banana oatmeal protein powder before that workout. That's what makes me feel like I'm fueled the best. My body likes to digest that, but it might be a little bit different for you. So you can adjust that, try some different things, see what works for you to make you feel the best because you're going to want to be working out hard. That is something that we talked about earlier. If you're working out hard, you're going to get far better results on any of this stuff. All right. So that had to do with covering the intermittent fasting was something different, although the workout or the workout reg regime is still the same. The number of calories, proteins, fats, and carbs is still the same. You're just condensing the window a little bit with the intermittent fasting. That's pretty much the only thing that's changing here. And also I get to record this for those people that did not listen to allaroundjoe.com slash slash eighty-eight so that you can get the updated version of what I'm working on and what I'm prescribing to people, all of that fun stuff. It is it's pretty easy once you get into it, once you've done it. I mean, I talk to people all the time that are using MyFitnessPal that know exactly what the protein, fats, and carbohydrates are, and they're getting the results that they want. So it's really about tracking. It's really about knowing what you're, putting, what you're shooting for and what you're putting into your body. Very easy. Last but not least, water. Very simple. If you're working out hard, I like to have 0.75 ounces per pound of body weight. If you're not working out hard or you feel like that's too much, (coughs) shoot for uh, 0.5 to 0.75. Okay, so if you're 200 pounds, you're shooting for about 100 to 150 ounces of water. All right, fill up, get your water from wherever you can. I always try and shoot for about 32 ounces of water right when I first get up in the morning, and then I spread it out throughout the rest of the day. 
If it has caffeine in it or sugar, it does not count as your water. You have to have just the water source. You can put lemon in it. You could have bubbly water, whatever you want, as long as it does not have the carbohydrates or caffeine in it. So you may, if you drink a lot of caffeine, then you may end up having a ton more fluid than that, but you still got to get that fluid in there because caffeine is a diuretic. So it will help you to lose more water, even though you're putting more in. So that simple there. And that is what I have for you today. So that was the updated version of how to set up your diet for success. We walked you through <clears throat> how to find out what your ideal body weight is, how to use MyFitnessPal, how to set up your macronutrients and your calories that you should be working out. <clears throat> and I'm going to put everything in the show notes for you as it relates to, uh, I have another podcast on what you should be eating, just bar none, like the foods, your grocery list essentially how you should put those together, and then also the podcast on what workouts you should be looking at doing. So if you're confused on those as well, then you can head over to allaroundjoe.com slash 168, and you can get all of the information, show notes, everything right there. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you uh, would like to support the podcast and would like to know more about how your recovery is doing, check out Whoop at whoop.com. Use code allaroundjoe to get yourself a free month of the Whoop strap. And let me know if you ever have any questions. I love getting my questions in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 168. And if you like this podcast, head over to iTunes, give me a review. That really helps to get my podcast out to more people. And I have a link set up there so you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. And that will shoot you straight to my show on iTunes and get you all set up. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement joke. I will see you on the next podcast. <laughs>